1: This is so exciting!
2: Welcome to the Bob and Sherry Show with Bob. This will either be fun or terrible. And Sherry. Look what they said about her. Fun, spunky, welcome addition to the show. Now, from the Felicia Bob and Sherry Studios, it's Bob and Sherry.
0: We are back in the saddle after a long holiday weekend. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I do love a short work week, and I do wish that um, capitalism would just go ahead and give us all a short work week, because I think everybody's happier when they only have four days instead of five, but... I have to tell y'all, and this won't come as a shock to anyone, including me, we uh, lost our internet and cable again. And, of course, my husband Mm. is flat on his back, immobilized with his post-op leg raised above his head, unable to do
3: anything.
0: And I want you to imagine what it would be like for you to spend 24 hours like that with no TV and no internet. It's and I scary. Know what you're saying? Well, he can read a book, or maybe he can whittle you a narwhal out of a twig. Yeah, he could do those <laughs> yeah, things. Right. He could do those things, but he is. This is. Um, we're coming up on a week tomorrow that this has been his reality. So he was stir crazy. Let me tell you what what we did. So I went and got his laptop. Kevin has a laptop from the dark ages, so it still has a mm-hmm. DVD player in it. You know how now when you buy a laptop, you're lucky if it has a USB. Uh, port yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Right
0: now they're just like sleek dinner plates that you have to buy a million yeah. other things in order to do anything with it. But he's got one of these old workhorse laptops with a DVD player. We don't have a DVD machine, so I'm downstairs um, rummaging around in boxes. I'm like, I know, I know, we have some DVDs in this house somewhere, and I come up with the treasure of the Sierra Madre on DVD. Oh
4: yeah, classic.
0: That- yeah. That he and the twins bought. It still had the like $2 sticker on it from Walmart. They must have bought it a million years ago, and they never opened it and got around to watch
4: it. Uh, that was Humphrey Bogart, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I had never I've seen never it. I've never seen it. No. I'd never seen it either. And it's, mm-hmm. it was still on the shrink wrap. So I haul it upstairs, and I get the laptop set up on a little tray on the bed. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie with you. I've never seen this. Yeah. So his laptop is ancient. And the speakers aren't great, and the even at peak volume, like we had to have our heads right next to it. <laughs> like, so I pop in, I pop in the treasure of the Sierra Madre. It's black and white, old black and white movie. And one of us is on Percocet, and the other one of us is me. So now I'm, we're, we're I'm snuggled up next to him in the bed. I've got my head right on the laptop screen so I can hear the dialogue. He falls asleep. I watched the entire movie. O-M-G. Okay, so first of all, the basic premise of it is, is these two guys, Humphrey Bogart and this other guy, are they're in Mexico and they're broke and unemployed and they have no prospects. And I, I don't even know where they're sleeping at night. They look like 20 miles of bad road. And they get the notion that they should go up into Them Thar Hills and do some gold prospecting and make their fortune. So they find this... Um, really jovial kind of zen old prospector man i found out in the credits he was played by an actor named walter houston and he takes them up into the sierra madres and sure enough they find gold and they dig it out of the earth and they're all they've got bags of gold and they're going to all be rich and now it's time to head back down the mountain into civilization and cash out and go their separate ways well what happens next is this epic morality fable of about greed and how the greedier you are the the less you trust other people the more you're willing to um, commit acts of violence and behave like uh, an inhuman savage monster and the movie i'm sorry to spoil the ending i think this movie is 200 years old okay though so i'm sorry to spoil the ending but the movie ends with humphrey bogart dead and left, you know, to rot in the wilderness. And the bags of gold, these bandits stole them but thought they were bags of sand, slit them open and left them on the ground. And the wind comes and blows all the gold away. So, Whoa! Um, yeah. So Humphrey mm. Bogart's dead. The other guy is injured. And the, the old prospector, who's like a Zen king does nothing but laugh at how well you know the we took the gold out of the earth and now the earth took the gold back from us and nobody's got a nickel and that's the end of the movie and the patient is on the medicine and i'm sitting there going oh, we don't have shrek in this house we didn't have high school musical
4: do you do you realize i couldn't
0: though, find a single movie that was cheerful it was great just... but
4: it was a lot I just pulled it up. It won the Academy Award uh, for John Huston best writing with a movie. It won the Academy Award best actor in a supporting role, Walter Huston. There's two Hustons. It won the Academy Award for best directing again, John Huston, and 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 a ton of other awards, Golden Globes and everything. It's I think it's revered as the best Humphrey Bogart movie.
0: It was. You guys, I was surprised. Like I was riveted. It was fan freaking tastic. Yeah only Humphrey Bogart movie i'd ever seen he's like a film noir detective drinking whiskey and
5: Sam Spade know, yeah
0: Ca- Casablanca yeah. like right. he's on un- he's almost unrecognizable in this it's really good y'all yeah, so if yeah. your power goes out and your life partner is unconscious and immobilized and you have an old dvd and a laptop it by candlelight, it's excellent.
1: It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. We want to recognize
6: teachers who are working tirelessly to motivate and educate their students. Nominate a teacher to win a Florida vacation by going to the contest tab at bobandsherry.com. We'll pick one weekly qualifier to win Bob and Sherry swag. And they're entered to win the monthly grand prize with Visit Florida, a three-night vacation for two, to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach, with round-trip airfare and vehicle rental. Show your appreciation for a deserving
4: teacher. Nominate them at BobandSherry.com. Sherry uh, just told us about the power going out at her house, and Kevin is uh, laid up in bed, can't do anything. And she found an old DVD of the classic Humphrey Bogart movie, uh, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. And she had never seen it before, thought it was terrific. I I want to give everybody a heads up. If you're in that situation or you just you're you're not having a good week, I want you to go. If you have HBO, which is now called Max, I, I don't know why they change these things. You know, it's been HBO most of my life for crying out loud. I guess because home box office sounds old-fashioned or something. I don't know. But anyway, they curate old movies. And um, it was raining at our house. I didn't watch anything. I didn't want to watch the news. so depressing. And so I went, I need something that will really make me laugh. I wonder if I can find the, let me get the title of it right, The Pink Panther Strikes Again. Starring the great Peter Sellers as the clumsy Inspector Clouseau. Now, there was an updated one with Steve Martin a few years ago. He did a good job, but it's nothing. If you've never seen Inspector Clouseau played by Peter Sellers, especially in this movie, I am telling you, um, it's the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. I I always say that my favorite comedy is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. and, and, And it's brilliant. But I had not seen the uh, Pink Panther strikes again in over 20 years. And I found it on Max and I pulled it up and I'm in there alone. I said to Mary, why don't you come in? This is the funniest movie I've ever seen. She goes, I, I know those movies. They're stupid. And all right, that's fine. So it's raining. <laughs> there are scenes in that movie where I am. And I've seen it before. I can remember seeing it years ago. And I was crying, laughing for the first time. I I was laughing again that hard at inspector. I, it's hard to explain the scenes. There's one where he's giving uh mouth to mouth to his nemesis. And, and now the kiss of life and two women see him giving a man the kiss of life. Cause the guy was about to die and they go over and hit him with uh, umbrellas. I mean, it's, one funny scene after another. I was laughing out loud. She came in and she said, this is what marriage does to you. She said, there's nothing that funny. There's nothing that funny. You're faking that. Why am I? F- I'm not faking it. I'm actually laughing. Why would Why would I fake laughing? I'm enjoying myself. Well, I don't think it's that You're funny. Alone. You're alone. Why are you I'm faking al- alone?
0: How could you- that's? How you know you- what? That is a level of craven insecurity that you should not be accused of. You don't have to fake when you're by yourself. You can no. be real
4: when you're alone. Yeah. Why is she telling me that I'm not enjoying something? You know, I am enjoying it. <laughs> I am enjoying
0: it. I'm you laughing. You sound, you sound a little doubtful. Like she got to you, Bob. Like you're not 100% sure. Uh,
4: you know, I'm about 98. She got me with 2% with that. You're right. You're exactly right. But I am telling our listeners out there, if you have Max, you have got to find, there There are like four Pink Panthers that uh, Peter Sellers with. The original one was the Pink Panther, with David Niven. And then their Pink Panther strikes again. Then return of the Pink Panther, and there's I think one more. Um, Terrific, I was I was I felt ceremony. so much better. Do you not agree? Do you know these movies, Lamar?
6: Yes, I, yes. And when he when what's the, what's his servant's name? Cato.
4: Uh, Kato, Kato, Yeah.
6: When he uh, when he goes when he goes in and the servant is attacking him to train and oh my god, it's just
4: well the, the every concept is. Yeah, so the, the concept so is Cato is his manservant, and he's yeah. been told by Clouseau when I come home, hide somewhere and attack me. And attack so, me. I stay- so he can practice. <laughs> so he can practice staying at his feet. And what he does to Cato is just it's awful, oh, but it's, it's, it's hysterical.
6: You're, you're right about Steve Martin. He did as good a job as it could have been yeah. done. But yeah, you you can't recreate that. You really cannot. You, cannot. you,
5: you,
0: you
6: really cannot. Peter it himself. is. So you anyway, you made me think of that. I may I may watch it this weekend. You need it was, to do. It, it was very fun
4: I hadn't watched it in years. It's very funny. Yeah, very it's still funny. around for a reason. It's Bob and Sherry.
0: Morons in the news is sponsored by Every Plate. Skip the grocery store and save money with Every Plate.
1: Go. It's Bob and Sherry. The craziest. Moronic. Asinine. With morons in the news. I think it's amazing what
4: dentists can do these days to make you more comfortable when you go to the dentist. But every once in a while, you get a dentist who is almost evil. And that's what happened here with a Minnesota woman. She is suing her dentist in Hennepin County, Minnesota for $50,000 because he caused her, quote, pain and suffering and embarrassment plus emotional distress. So what did this dentist do? This dentist gave her, after an examination, and she went under with anesthesia, gave her four root canals, eight crowns, and 20 fillings in one visit.
0: I'm sorry, say that again. Run that t- eight crowns. How many root canals? What, what, what?
4: Four root God. canals, eight crowns, and 20 fillings in one visit. Multiple uh, doses of anesthesia. Uh, the story does not say how long she was in there, but it must have been a while. That's a day's work. Ooh. Tell me about it.
2: That's two
6: days. He, oh, he,
4: he is being sued. At least two days work. Are you kidding me? And she said it just, it freaked her out. The recovery was horrifying. Um, the the uh, lawyer for this woman says, restoring all of her teeth does nothing to address her susceptibility and the likelihood of other things happening to her mouth. I just can't imagine why a dentist would do that. It's bizarre. It, it
0: seems like the worst day ever, doesn't it? Yeah,
4: I know. And what has she been eating? Holy smoke, hon! Step away from the Brock's candy aisle.
0: Um, all those root canals and what? I'm not worried about she, what she was eating. I'm worried about what she's gonna be eating. Like she's but gonna 20, be having broth dribbled in through an eyedropper. That oh sounds Oh my
4: awesome. god! Twenty fillings. Twenty. F- you have. T- you need twenty fillings in your teeth. Eight crowns. After getting four root canals. Woo! Over to you,
6: Lamar. Greatest, greatest weight loss program in history. Might uh, be. A, a crazy woman is trying to flag down a plane. Um, she jumps out of the airport and goes streaming over to the starmac because her flight had already left. She's trying to prevent the plane from leaving her. Uh-huh. A lady that witnessed, that witnessed this said that she had run down onto the tarmac, she's trying to halt the flight, uh, in the shocking footage, the unidentified woman can be seen on the runway attempting to flag down the pilot as if hailing a cab, it looked like the last 20 minutes of a romantic comedy, she finally, and she had finally realized she was wrong and wanted to fix it, she was trying to yell at the pilot, she's trying to get his attention, she's jumping up and down, it was bizarre. People were a bit flat-footed. They didn't seem to know what to do. Thankfully, the pilot killed the engine, and the uh, Australian Federal Police apprehended the inconsiderate woman. As a result of this, all flights ended up being delayed for 10 minutes, uh, but then everything else returned to normal. There's no word on whether or not the couple is going to make it. What a crazy woman.
4: (laughs) That is totally nuts. Yeah. (laughs) You know, no. if that were well, if that were in a rom com, you, you would say, All right, they've they've done it. You know, that's the end of rom coms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Today's right. moron of the day is a very, very good boy. And you don't usually say that about a burglar, right? Well, the executive director of Lost Our Home Pet Rescue got a phone alert that the security system at the shelter had been triggered and that glass was broken from the inside. And her name, Jody Polanski, said, how is that even possible? So she alerted the uh, police. This was in Tempe, Arizona. She alerted the police to meet her there. And then she used her phone to log into the security camera so that she could figure out who breaks into a dog rescue. Well, yeah, yeah. The burglar turned out to be a dog named King who opened the door of his kennel with his paw then opened a second door to get into the director's office, then took some snacks off the shelf, spread them all across the floor, ate those, and then made his way to the front door and was jumping up and down and, and wagging his tail. And when police arrived at the animal shelter, their body cam video shows King the dog just so excited to have some company
4: oh, that's in the so middle of sweet. the night.
0: So the police officers have access 24-7 to the shelter in case they need to drop off a stray dog in the middle of the night. So the shelter arranged for the police to have like the key codes to get in. So the officer let himself into the shelter, um, walked King back to his kennel, and cleaned up the mess that King has made. The shelter workers are now calling that police officer Mr. Clean. And King the Burglar Dog has a brand new best friend. We'll get it all posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. That's great. Because yes, we have the security video and the shelter has named it, Max, you're going to love this, Paw in Order. <laughs> That's sweet. It's Bob and Sherry.
7: True. Weird. This is the story of a wallet made from human skin. The journey of Antoine LeBlanc to America in search of a better life. The rage of being screwed over by his bosses, the Sayers, and in return, murdering them in cold blood. And a town so outraged, they executed LeBlanc and used his remains to create keepsakes. True. Weird. Stuff.
0: New episodes drop every Friday everywhere you get your podcasts.
1: Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern live live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. We have a
0: thrilling new holder of the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a woman in Ontario, Canada, who has the loudest nose whistle in the entire world. Her name is lulu lotus and she discovered that her nose could whistle when she was seven years old so she visited a company called air acoustics engineering and had her whistle from her nose uh, measured in a specialized room designed for perfect precision recording and her nose she blew a 44.1 decibel whistle using only her nose and i know you're wondering And yes, we have it. Here it is.
4: I, I couldn't be married to that woman. I, I don't care. I know, because you
0: would feel people. so inadequate, right? She's a world record holder
2: with her nose, and you're she, just you. It says she yeah. used to play pranks on fellow students and teachers because they couldn't pinpoint where it was coming We're from. <laughs> yeah. wow. And, hey, I've guess what? Like
0: guess what? She has a five-year-old son who was born with the same gift to whistle through his nose And she said, it'd be a dream come true if my boy could beat my record one day.
4: (laughs) They should tour a mom and son nose-whistling act.
0: This is is the kind of thing where I'm like, people of Earth, can we put down our weapons and just get along? Uh, We are a species that can whistle 44.1 decibels through our nose.
4: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Why can't we all just be happy with what we have? (laughs) And it's honestly, Bob and
1: Sherry. Oh. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app.
4: Around this time of the year, you hear about your fellow Americans and some new health things that they're trying out. Could be food, could be a workout schedule, could be a lot of different things. And some of them are pretty weird. So I've got a bunch. I, I hate to call them fads, but uh, last year people were doing this and I assume There'll be some new ones this year. I'm going to go through them, and I want you to tell me whether or not, and if you're in your car, going to work, you can play along. Tell me whether or not you have done one of these things or if you consider doing one of these things. And let's start out with one that really uh, jumped ahead this year, drinking apple cider vinegar for your health. Supposedly, oh, Bob, done that. With I a lot lied. of binners. How bad was it?
0: Been there,
6: done that. How was it? I could, I could drink it, but I
4: couldn't tell any difference. What about you? You couldn't? Did you stay with it for a while?
6: I stayed with it for a while.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I I just didn't do anything. Sherry, how about you? Did you try apple cider vinegar? I
0: did try it. I pride Uh myself on being able to swallow gross things, you know, because Mm -hmm. I just do, and
4: Mm
0: -hmm. I could not. Here, here's the thing, like how long do you have to, tra- to try this without seeing any uh, difference in any area before you go, why am I drinking pure apple cider vinegar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I know there true. are people, I just saw somebody had it in their Facebook um status a couple of days ago, like, you know, I'm doing this, this and this and I'm still wit- drinking the ACV. And, and I mm-hmm. thought you are a stronger human than I am, girl, because it yeah. it was like. And here's the thing, Bob, about drinking apple cider vinegar. Lamar, tell me if you had this experience. The first time, it's difficult, but you get it down. Second time, third time. By the fourth time, your body knows now. Your body is not being fooled, and your body, as soon as you smell it, your body goes into this like (laughs) rebellion. Starts to
6: expand a little bit. Thank
0: you. and and your and your body's like, listen, you're doing this for me, and I'm telling you to stop. Like it's really yeah. hard. I, I commend yeah. people that are doing it.
4: You know, what you just said just really resonated with me about how long do you have to do it and how much do you have to consume to really get a benefit? Because when you hear about these things, you say, Well, okay, I think I could throw that down. But then in in, in your mind, you're just saying, maybe three ounces every three days, but then you'll you'll dig a little bit deeper and it says, no you have to drink a pint a day for the next 20 years or I'm exaggerating, but you have to yeah. give a lot more like like the, the red uh, light therapy in a yeah. uh, sauna oh. in a sauna. So I started doing that. It's just going to the place that has it. You know, I've got to get over there. I've got to book it ahead of time. I mean, and they're wonderful. If you own this business, God bless you. I hope you have a lot of customers. And I'm not saying it doesn't work. But Mary pointed out to me, she said, "You got to go there a lot if you're really going to have, you know, inflammations from running or whatever you're uh, dealing with. You got to go there a lot. It's not just once a month." So what you said, I think, was right. How about this one? But see, look, white wait, meat. Wait, 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 wait. All these articles. So when you read the article,
6: it says, get rid of inflammation immediately by doing such and such. And what do they mean by immediately? I'm eating such and such. I I, I, I just, when you read the description, you feel like in three days, you're going to feel like Superman. Eh, You really don't. So I I don't know. It's tough.
4: Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just, just I, you have to go for a long periods of time with some of these things, I guess. Whitening wait, your wait, teeth, yeah, wait, char- wait, wait,
0: wait, y'all, Bob. Wait, I just got a DM that said, um, LOL, try the apple cider vinegar gummies. So maybe, maybe Lamar, maybe you get ten or eleven days before your body goes. Absolutely not! Do not put that in my mouth. I am not chewing that. Do not put that in my mouth. I bet right. the
4: gummies taste okay. It's just whether or not they're as effective as drinking the liquid. Is—is is there anything that's not a gummy anymore? I swear to God, we're going to have gummy steaks. We're going to have gummy lax. Well, there is a gummy laxative.
0: There is a gummy lax. Yes, I saw. It. I saw
4: it on the uh, uh, in the uh, drugstore. A gummy laxative. Boy, I'll tell you what, be Um, careful with your storage. So, the the charcoal?
0: Yeah, Yeah, the charcoal is with
6: charcoal. Yeah. Y'all remember remember I tried that. I reviewed that. I had pictures of it. And and I'm brushing my teeth, and my whole mouth is black. I mean, (laughs) it's black. It was such a mess in my bathroom. Oh, my God. It was horrific. Thumbs
4: yeah. thumbs down, I'm taking on that. But yes, um, we
0: good. have the same dentist, and he told mm-hmm. me, absolutely do not brush your teeth with charcoal. That it just there tears it up your enamel. Don't do it. Don't there do it. There it is. It.
4: Right. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Um, drinking cups of salt water to help hydrate, flush out toxins, and aid with digestion. How can you do that? You can't, you can't drink salt water. How many times have you seen a movie or a cartoon or something? And somebody's floating on a raft and it's water, and water everywhere water. and not a drop to yeah. drink. Yeah. I just, how do people yeah. do that? Do you remember the guy that we, we were talking about on the show? He was like an investment banker. And how does he, how does he start his day? Every day he gets into the shower showers, but before he leaves, he opens his mouth, turns on, uh, you know, lukewarm water. And consumes water until he throws up in the shower, and he says, "I'd rather
0: do that than drink apple cider vinegar." I'm yeah, sorry.
6: so far everything else has sounded pretty
4: dang good. <laughs> All right, uh, cupping, a type of deep tissue massage to help Done with it. pain inflammation. D- did Done you it. do that?
6: Yes. How did it have- work? I've got a good friend that is a uh, physical therapist, and he cups okay. and needles. Michael Phelps. Explain that to you here in just a few minutes. Yeah. Is that
4: right? Okay. All right. Yeah. I've got some more of these. Would you like to hear some more of these? Yes.
6: Yes. This All is right. Is good. This Stand is by.
4: Good. Stand by. What people are doing with yoga. Holy smoke. It's Bob and Cherry.
1: Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Cherry app. We are
4: talking on the Bob and Cherry show right now about health uh, endeavors that people take on. Out of the blue, you read them in a magazine, you see them online, see them on TV, whatever. Do they work? Have you done them? Let's go to the next one: coffee enema. Coffee enema. Got a friend
6: that's done it. Got a friend.
0: Yep. Why? Like, why coffee? Um, do you need the, the? Wouldn't that just jack you to the moon on caffeine because it gets absorbed into all that? Tissue?
4: Well, let me like, let no. me address it. Why a coffee let me enema, it? Bob? Uh, let me let me address it because uh I did it. I did a coffee enema. It it uh it did nothing for me at all, and I was mad until I realized I used decaf And I don't I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I, yeah.
0: Hey, you had me at I did a coffee enema. I started thinking yeah, yeah. immediately.
4: <laughs> Listen, I was bowing down to you at this point. Really yeah, no, i i I that was strictly for the joke. Uh eating baby food. <laughs> I'm ready to, uh, I'm no, ready to throw I know some up in runners. my mouth.
0: No, I no, know no, some no. runners that do that. No. Yeah,
4: But the there's crook-
6: some good baby food, too. There's some good baby <sighs> food. I've got I don't eat the turkey. I like to eat the prunes or some of the peaches. Bananas. Or something like that. The fr- yeah. Yeah, bananas. Oh, yeah,
2: augmenting yeah. The, I'm augmenting dog food with organic baby food right now. Yeah, I'm We buying need to give organic you a raise, sir, yeah. so baby baby that you don't have to no. eat dog food
6: and baby yeah.
4: food. You're such a yeah good... You're a good dog. No, he's uh, not eating it for himself. He's having please don't it. call me a dog dad.
2: Please.
6: <laughs> not, don't and I can't call, call you a
4: dog owner because people will come and burn my house down. Uh, a hey dog Max, partner.
0: Hey, Max, you're good to your doggos. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. How about this one? How about this one? I, 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 until I read this, I'd never heard of this laughter yoga. Laughter yoga.
5: Something
0: I read I
4: something about
6: that. this
0: on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Because when I tried to do the downward dog in the class, a lot of people were laughing. So I'm <laughs> not sure if that's I'm not sure if that's what it means or not. But
4: I'm, I'm uh, just picturing myself doing happy baby, uh, laughing. You know what kind of what kind of an image is that? But if everybody idea- in the
0: class is laughing. And you yeah. apparently, i read about this on somebody's Instagram and apparently like all that laugh, think about like when you have a really good laugh, think about right. all the muscles oh, yeah. that get used, how tired you feel afterward. Like what a good, yeah. like, tired feeling that is. It's cleansing. Like, that's what yeah. laughing yoga is. Yeah.
4: But okay. that's, but you know, is there a comedian standing up there? You know, are they bringing somebody in to do some jokes? Is no, you, are no, they putting no. on the Bob and Sherry feature? Everybody needs a laugh because otherwise no. it's, you're faking it, right? But you're faking
0: it. and Then it becomes real because your yoga instructor yeah. up there is like. <laughs> and then everybody kind of does. It. And at first, apparently you feel foolish. But then this sort of magic thing kicks in. And, Mr., if you don't want to go to laughing yoga, sit tight. Lamar's got a glass of nice room temperature apple cider vinegar for you. This is like
4: the laughing yogi. <laughs> the la- this is the la Let me hear the laughing yogi. That sounds like one of those morning zoo shows, you know? Dance and laugh. (laughs) Oh, dancing and laughing, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've we've talked about this before.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see the next one I've got going on here. Uh, Prancercising. It's a fitness method based on springy, rhythmic, moving forward. Like a horse. Similar to a horse's gait. Prancercising. You know, Lamar, I don't see—I don't see you and me doing that. <laughs> no, but you know what? If you could put the prancer
6: sizing in with the laughing yoga, it would be very easy to laugh at the prance. Oh, yeah, so I, I think that would—that would work because yeah. that just—I'm visualizing yeah. the prance, and oh my, yeah, gosh.
4: yeah, yeah. And the neighbors wouldn't be looking out the window after a day or two of seeing <laughs> you. No, not at all. Screaming therapy, screaming while standing in uh, the yoga pose, warrior. I could see some release with that. I could see that. that.
0: I do that every time my internet goes out. I didn't realize it was a wellness trend.
4: (laughs) And finally, and this for me is kind of the weirdest one of all, hay bathing. Bathing in warm hay to help pain relief and energize the body. I'm itching by just you saying it. I'm all itching over. all over just by all, you And where are you storing that? the hay? Where I don't have no. a barn. And if, if it was in the took, barn, there's bugs.
0: If you Ooh. took me hay bathing, I'm bathing in the hay, and you're bathing in my sneezes because I'm so allergic oh, yeah. to it. No. Good way. My gosh.
6: Yeah. That was the well, worst folks, thing about pollen <laughs> hay was the yeah, that.
0: Straight ahead, have a, comedian, uh, Have a healthy Karen. year, Karen karen mills and enjoy those apple cider vinegar gummies it's bob and sherry
4: everyone needs a laugh is sponsored by kohls shop kohls and kohls.com today it's
8: time for everyone needs a laugh here is comedian karen mills it's tough getting older and and the biggest thing is just managing the pain you know used to if if you saw me limping there was a story to go with it you know i dove into the bleachers to catch the ball And now I just have these random jolts of pain. I mean, not long ago, I was talking to some friends, and I said, yeah, I just just signed up for Netflix, and I binge-watched both seasons of Stranger Things. (laughs) And they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
5: It's
8: like just one day, I woke up, and I'd gone from baby got back to baby got bad back. (laughs) And lately, I've been having this terrible shoulder pain. I couldn't figure out what was causing it. I finally realized it was my derm purse. And I don't even know what's in the black hole that makes it so heavy. Because whatever I'm looking for, I can't find. But when I go to the grocery store, even if I only need one thing, I get a buggy to push that purse. And I know this is a universal problem. Cause the other day, I saw a lady pushing a stroller and her kid was walking, but that purse is strapped in.
5: <laughs>
8: oh, but you know what they're saying. You know, 50's a new 40, 40's a new 30, <laughs> 9 o'clock's a <the> new midnight. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what time I go to bed, I wake up tired. Think, what was the point? <laughs> Could have done something else. <laughs> and now I'm starting to see more than just the physical signs of aging. You know, now I'm starting to see those other signs. Like when I'm driving, if I'm not sure where I'm going, I have to turn the radio down so I can see. <laughs> lady said to me the other day, just wait a few years, you had to put your glasses on to (laughs) hear." And the other day, I'm leaving the mall. I have my packages. I go to put my bags in the trunk. Can't get the key to work. I keep hitting my remote. It won't release the trunk. I can't figure out what in the world is wrong with this. So finally, I think, well, maybe my latch is hung up. So I took my fist and I popped the trunk. Suddenly, the car door opens. A man steps out and goes, could I help you? I said, oh my. <laughs> I said, well, sugar, I bought you a present. <laughs> I mean, he had a red car, I have a red car. <laughs> of course his is a Mercedes, and mine's a K-K-Kia. But <laughs> apparently I can only distinguish colors now. <laughs> But at least I'm not the only person losing her car in a parking lot. I kid you not, last Christmas, I saw a woman get out of her car at a crowded mall, and she took a plunger with a pink scarf tied to it, and she slapped <laughs> it on top of her car. <laughs> Introducing the new car, finder, right? I'm seriously starting to worry about myself. About 10 years ago, I went to visit a friend of mine's mother in the nursing home, and we were sitting there talking. I knew she didn't recognize me, so finally I said, do you know who I am? And she said, no. She said, but if you'll go out there to that desk, that lady will tell you who you are and what room you're supposed to be in. (laughs) Back then, I thought that was funny. Now I have days when I need to talk to the lady that desk. <laughs> but some days I don't know my name, much less anyone else's. A conversation with me has become like a game of charades. I was trying to think of this actor's name and I said to my friends, oh, you know him, he, he, he has dark hair. Um, he, 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 he was in that
5: movie.
8: <laughs> oh, you, you know the movie. Um, he, nah, he married, um, married what's her name? And, <laughs> She was on that show with those other girls and they were in New York. Couldn't come up with anything. And then when it finally comes to me, it's like Tourette's. <laughs> Three days later, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. And out of nowhere I go, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> That
0: is karen mills and we'll get her posted up at b-o-b-a-n-d-s-h-e-r-i.com
1: this is bob and sherry instant access to the podcast podcast fun size and more with the free bob and sherry app
4: it was very nice having a little time off but uh toward the end of it i was kind of looking forward to coming back and being with you guys uh had some stressful things that went on they turned out okay and then uh, I had done pretty much anything that I wanted to do, and it was kind of cold outside, so I wasn't going out and trying to grow flowers and all of that, which is my new, my new hobby. And I found myself at one point <clears throat> I'd already looked at whatever news I wanted to look at, and it was all just so grim. I just said, "You just don't do it, you, you know. You're on a break. Don't look at that too long." And so I found myself one day looking at an article online that was headlined. Take a look at Great Britain's most charming thatched roof cottages. <laughs> now,
5: <laughs>
4: Random. Have you ever Random, done that? but anything I love like it because it'll
0: cheer you yeah. right up.
4: Yeah. It, well, it did. Now, I'm never going to have a thatched roof on my house. I can tell you that right now. But, uh, and I'm probably never going to go back to England again. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know but there was something that called me i just i was saying to myself well, i want to see what these charming what the most charming roof cottages in great britain look like and see how these people are living I wonder if that's you know are there bugs in that roof there i mean it's a thatched roof and i just threw away 20 minutes just like that just like that but i have to be honest there was a certain satisfaction to it, you know. it you know i saw I'm- i saw something that was kind of cool
0: I've thrown 20 minutes away looking at photos of dogs with fans blowing their faces back and their mouths all of like v- v- Yeah, so don't, I sometimes love that. you need, it's, it's the best thing for your mind, right?
4: It is, it is. I bought Mary a book. It was dog shaming. And it was the dogs that, that are giving you like a side eye look because they did something naughty. And then uh, a little description of what they did. I just, I looked at that. Did I really need it for her? Does she really love it? No. I had to have it because it's not bad news. Yeah, it's good good news. It's Bob and Sherry.
1: Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com.
4: Sherry, we have a listener who I want you to hear. We we played this when you were taking care of Kevin, and uh, she was directing it, I think, mostly at you. So uh, sit back and just listen to uh, one of our okay. fantastic listeners.
9: Okay, so I'm listening to the show. And uh, FYI, I am a huge fan and have been listening since I was like my, at my first job at Bank of America. And I was maybe 19 years old. But anyway, um, I was listening and Bob's talking about how somebody asked him how much he weighs and if they could pick him up in the closet. I just had to clean out my closet because I am uh, packing up to move from South Carolina to Pennsylvania. Um, And God, it's so, so much. But my closet is seriously um, like the history of Katie. So it's got um, the favorite shorts from high school. It's got, (laughs) true, it's got um, some of my baby outfits, like that I wore in like 79 and 80 when I was a baby um it's got yeah like i said a a couple things from high school it's got my prom dress my graduation dress and we weren't allowed to have a prom because i went to a christian school um and so we had a formal but it's got my formal dress um there was no dancing it's got uh my wedding dress it's got the bridesmaids dress i wore to my husband's sister's wedding um it's got the outfit i wore when he when he proposed i mean it's just got yeah. And let me tell you, there were tears. There were tears because I can't move everything up to Pennsylvania. So, um, A, I would never ask Bob his weight because I'm not interested in picking him up. Um, and because I'm damn sure that I outweigh Bob by like 200 pounds. Um, probably not. Like Honestly, I probably outweigh Bob by like 20 pounds wow
0: there's so much to take in here the idea <laughs> of having the yeah. idea of having all of that stuff so for for me and bob lamar i i know it's got to be a little bit different for you but for me and bob we were lucky that our parents kept us they sure as heck didn't keep anything else
4: no i, I have, have nothing like, that goes back i have
0: one of the only childhood school photos that exist of bob Lacey. um mm-hmm. There's He's about, there's grade. about four.
4: Yeah. He's in there's fourth grade, four, but he totally. looks like, yeah.
0: yeah, he looks like the 48 year old manager of a string of very successful car dealerships across the Northeast. I mean, it's <laughs> hard,
5: right? but,
4: Kids had, idea- you know, I want to, I want to defend myself. Kids had to, when I was in elementary school, they had to get dressed up for the school picture. And parents were focused on it because they did not want to send oh, the, be the only man. parent that sent their kid in there for school picture day who looks like you know a ragamuffin, uh, and and all the other kids have you know the girls have pretty dresses, why, the boys why have are you sport apologizing jackets.
0: Apologizing for looking like a prosperous American businessman at nine years Dang old. Right. Why do you feel like you need Dang to explain right. that? Just take the compliment. The idea of having all of those things. Now, I have I have yeah. kept a lot of my children's stuff. I don't have, everything. We
6: have everything. I've kept
0: a lot of it. You have everything, Lamar?
6: If anybody out there needs a science project for the fifth grade that's got that poster <laughs> board, that's got the three panels, you pick <laughs> a subject, I got them. I, I got, I got, Carla has kept, I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, there's nothing. There's not a colored paper. There's nothing that's not, we ain't got it cataloged, but any scrap of paper that they brought home from school, it's here. This, this house will go up like a tinderbox. Oh, there's no <laughs> chance. But I, yeah. I can find, we'll, we'll, we'll clean it. i said, say, what about this? She goes, that was a school project in the fifth grade. Uh, right. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure science has moved forward since the fifth grade. I mean, I don't know what we're doing here. i hey, mean, Kate, hey, can't, can't gotta keep it gotta keep it it took me a
0: long time i had to let olivia's middle school notebooks not even science projects i'm talking just her notebooks i had to let those marinate for years before i could part with them like it took me a long time to let stuff go i still have comes home their little pajamas from when they were infants like i can't part with
6: it when alex comes home carla says I'm saving all this so you can yeah, – Alex, don't save it for me. You're not bringing it to my house. She said, when you're gone, that'll go in the trash. I don't want it. Don't matter. Carl ain't throwing it away. It ain't." Happening. I have
4: a different situation here. Uh, for some reason, Hampton, Mary's uh, son, who was last year in college, he won't allow us to throw anything away. We have a storage area. And I swear half of it's for Hampton stuff. And there's like there's like a giant – SpongeBob pillow that he used to sleep with. There are, again, projects from school, all of these pictures. Uh, uh, what else? Movies, uh, 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 video games that he will never play again. He will <groans> not allow us to throw it away. And it's costing me every month to store this crap. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, it's but,
0: but to have it's all funny. that, like... I did see Lamar. Um, that Carla had a post on Facebook last week to see if anyone needed a blue prom dress. Please tell me that oh, wasn't yeah. Carla's prom dress. Was that hers oh, or no. Alex's?
6: No, no, that's actually now she it, she's trying to clean out her closet, and so yeah, she's got some prom dresses and stuff like that that she's because wow. Alex don't Still. don't want them, and you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want anything that, is that the, we
4: have.
5: Yeah.
0: No, no, they don't.
4: They, they don't do not.
6: Anything.
4: They do not. Oh no! Wait, let me furniture. let me change
0: that. They want money. They want your money, oh, yeah, but they money. don't want oh, yeah. any of your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. your money yeah. is always welcome. <laughs> you can bring all. You can bring boxes of money to the house. They'll take it. Yeah. They just don't want that other yeah. stuff.
1: It's Bob yeah. and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour Thursdays at seven PM Eastern live live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. So it's
4: almost tax time, which I just hate. And I, I hate it for a variety of reasons. I almost always have to pay now. That's one of them, but it's also so intimidating to, to a guy like me. I couldn't find a, a a tax, um, expert, you know, an accountant CPA that I liked. And some of them were making mistakes and I know it could have been me, but I would blame it on them. And then I found this tax company. There are 16 employees and they're all women. It's owned by a woman and she employed 15 women. There's not one guy who works in that office and they are efficient and they have their act together. Well, guess who doesn't always have his act together. So when I go in there, it's so intimidating right from the get go. Oh yes. Mr. Lacey. Right. We'll be right with you. Somebody shows up. They take me into a uh, office. Yes, Mr. Lacey. How have you been? I've been pretty good. You know, very good. Okay. So um, let's see. Can you give us an idea of the uh, pre-tax that you paid both for state and for federal? Did you pay all four quarters? I don't, I paid some, but I don't think I, I don't think I paid all four. How many did you pay? Let's say three three. Okay. And, but you're not, could you get back to us on that? Yeah, I will. I'll I'll go check that out. Okay. And, uh, we're combining your wife's income again this year. Yeah, I think we are. You know, that's how it goes, you know? So it's that time and they work with me, but this year, I don't know. I just received from Pam electronic client organizer for tax year, 2023 for Robert Lacey. Dear Robert Lacey, your 2023 Client Organizer is attached and ready for printing. This is a tool to help you gather the necessary information for our firm to complete your tax returns. Please return this personal tax documents to our office no later than March 10th. Um, Your engagement agreement is also attached. Please print the document, check the appropriate options on the second page, sign and date on the fourth page, and turn it into our office with your 2023 organizer and other tax documents. Mm -hmm. We now have a portal, a client portal through Canopy. This is a tool where you can upload documents securely to our office, view and sign the documents we share with you, and pay and review invoices online. We highly recommend setting this up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because if I go to Mary, I'll say, you do this so well. She says, no, you have to grow. You have to grow. You're going to sing karaoke and with our friends, and you need to figure this out, mister.
0: Bob, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm at the point. I got one of those two about taxes, and I'm at the point now between um, Kevin's recuperation and work and everything else. I am now prepared to go to prison for tax fraud. <laughs> I am prepared for that because honestly I think it'll be easier uh, and I think it's inevitable. So yeah. I thought, you know what? why not just go ahead and um, knock that one off my to-do list? Prison for tax fraud. It wasn't intentional. Um, I just I saw the client organizer, uh, my husband was ringing the little bell and I just decided that that was my best, best way forward. So, you know, if, like we me, know. if we both went
4: to prison, if we both yeah. went to prison, what a way to wrap up a career, you know, Yeah. if we both yeah. went to prison for tax evasion,
0: then they'll give out of pity. We'll get the the Chrisleys we'll did get it. pity Marconi. Yeah. That's what, that's what happened.
4: Before. Who, who did it? The Chrisley's. Oh, yes, yeah. Absolutely.
6: That's true. And they know best. Hey, hey. They know best. Hey, let me go ahead and tell you, though. They just won a $1 million award against the person that prosecuted them. And uh, I believe before this is over, they'll be, You're,
4: they'll be out. They won an award against the prosecutor?
6: Yeah, yeah. They sued, they sued the prosecutor that he did some underhanded stuff and came after them personally and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And yeah. uh, they won. So you got one side of the law that said, yeah, he did wrong what the prosecutor did wrong. You're still in prison, but we're going to give you a million dollars because of what he did. I think this is just the preamble to what's going to get him out. I think wow, that'd out.
4: be something, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be yeah, well, something?
6: You, you know, they got they got a pretty long sentence for, I mean, they, they did. There's people out here shooting people that don't get that same sentence. That's
4: Yeah, you it know. was stiff. Yeah. How many year how many yeah. years did he get? He got He got like, twelve. He got twelve. He got twelve years, yeah. And she got yeah. something like eight, I think, right? Yeah, Six and they've
6: reduced they reduced hers a little bit and reduced his a little bit, but then mm-hmm. it was uh but he got a million dollars. I mean they did. Uh so the prosecutor was guilty of some stuff. So I'm sure their
4: lawyers are working on it. I don't know why I'm going to even ask this question. Do you think they'll have a career of some type in front of the public when they get up?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Of course.
4: Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Cause they
0: knew, they knew best before this and now they know more things. Oh. about more things. Oh, right.
6: You won't
4: be able to. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, true. Yeah.
6: It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. True. Yeah. it's
4: yeah. it'll be yeah. called like uh Grizzly, set free. You're something, you That's know, exactly some, <laughs>
2: right. That's exactly right. Yeah.
4: Something like uh, that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do. All right. Well, um, that's interesting. <laughs> I got to figure this out. <clears throat> I need to talk to you uh, when we finish up today, Sherry. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> Can you believe this is sponsored by BritBox? Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV.
2: You read it once don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I can't believe this. I this cannot sh- believe this.
6: There is no holding Walmart down. Dallas, Texas. The residents in North Texas will be able to get drone deliveries from Walmart in 30 minutes or less, and some deliveries can happen as fast as 10 minutes, the company announced. Walmart says its drone delivery expansion. For more than 30 towns and municipalities in the dallas Worth uh, metroplex, total 75% of those populations. Par, uh, this is the first time a U.S. retailer has offered drone delivery to this many households in a single market. Walmart said drone delivery will be available for up to 1.8 million households. The expansion will bring the ultimate convenience of drone delivery to communities across the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Customers will have access to a broad assortment of items from Walmart available for delivery in their home in just minutes. Drone delivery is not just a concept of the future. It's happening now and will soon be a reality for millions in Texas. Now, the drone delivery service is powered by on-demand drone delivery providers, Wing and Zipline. Both of these companies are approved by the FAA to fly their drones without a dedicated observer being able to see the drone at all times. That is known as beyond visual line of sight. Uh, That will enable the drone delivery to all over the place because they don't have to watch
4: it. I mean, it is ridiculous. And you know, when I first heard about this, I can remember being on the air. I think Sherry brought it up and we we laughed, especially me. Because I I was saying, Oh, this is the craziest thing. Look all this is when I was in the old house. Look at all the trees I, I have around here. The drone would crash. I don't I don't feel that way anymore. I feel that This is going to be happening big time.
6: Well, let me say, let me, let me say this. Walmart said it has already trialed drone deliveries for the past two years, and they have completed 20,000 safe and successful drone deliveries. Wow. Wow. yeah, it it has That's seen customers us. use the drone delivery service for numerous reasons, including when someone needs an item in a pinch, a uh, forgotten ingredient, or over-the-counter cold medicine, or other customers have chosen this method simply due to convenience. I would choose it just to watch it happen. I know. Oh, I, know. I don't know I how, wonder, how it works. I really don't. I can't imagine. I wonder how, you how can big do it.
4: I don't know. I wonder how big or small the items would have to um, uh, would have to be. I mean, you they, can they're able to go online Walmart. and it'll
6: have, it'll have everything. And I'm, I'm assuming they'll have some sort of designation. Like when yeah. you're looking for something, it'll say whether or not it can be droned to you or not. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. The fact that they've already done this 20,000 times and everything has worked out. I, I, I'm
2: what are they I, doing on a windy day? That's just drones. Don't seem I, very sturdy on a windy day. I I, I don't know. I don't know
4: but
6: the idea that you you can deliver it without, you can run the drone without seeing it.
4: Yeah. They just must program it into a computer, right?
6: God. Yeah. So I I just, somebody's going to start shooting them out of the
2: sky. Well, that was the thing I was going to say, kids are going to, you know, that's going to be some morons in the news. We, you know, you're exactly right. It's it's the
4: guy, it's it's the guy who shoots at people. It's the guy who shoots at people when they turn around in his driveway. That's the guy that's going to get so irritated with the sound of drones that it drives him out of his mind. And he hears one and he comes out of his house with his shotgun and blows it out of the sky. That will be in Morons in the News.
0: The thing about it is you're going to it's not that far off where you'll be sitting on your deck or whatever. And you'll be watching these things kind of hum past you in the sky. You know, and I hope they're silent. Because we're yeah. already shouting at each other over the din of all the leaf blowers in our neighborhood. But right. it's going to be strange to see, you know, a little drone zooming past you with a pack of Huggies or whatever, isn't it?
2: Like, <laughs> trippy. Can I just say that drones are perfect for the lazy stalker? Because oh yeah, you don't, oh, have, to yeah. You don't have to spend yeah. any time in your car. You don't have to worry about where you're going to go to the bathroom while you're stalking. You don't have to worry about how you're going to eat while you're
4: stalking just use the drone. So my, uh, my son-in-law, the cardiologist, he's very, very technical, obviously. And he got a little mini drone. This was about <laughs> six years ago. And, um, he hooked it up without telling Landon, my daughter, and she's taking a nap in the other room in the bedroom. And he's, he's working in the other side of their apartment. This is in Chicago. And she said, all of a sudden she woke up. <laughs> And there was a tiny drone with a camera staring at her in her bedroom. Mm. Yeah, see, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right about the stalker. I guess you could do that, couldn't you? Hey,
6: listen, I'm, be- I'm more in favor of that than I am self, uh, you know, <laughs> the self-checkout. So get rid of the self-checkout. Give me the drones. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're a complicated yeah. man. <laughs> is, <laughs> yes, he's Lamar, a very complicated man.
0: Before Kev's surgery, I went to the Walmart neighborhood market to get some supplies. And, of course, it's all self-checkout. The line was so long and I had so mm. much time that I was able to rearrange all the items in my cart in the order in which I was going to bag them. That's how yeah. crazy long the lines are to pay for anything. But you right. know what? We're all getting invited to that Christmas party because we're all Walmart workers now. It's Bob and Sherry.
2: The Bob and Sherry Store is restocked with the book, Cooking with Cats. Sherry Lynch's cookbook with great recipes and pictures, of course, of lots of cats. He's a man's man. And now available, The Book of Bob. That makes me so happy. Sherry has written down Bob's proclamations and witticisms over the years. Really? (laughs) And now in book form. I'm fabulous. But it's not available anyplace but at the Bob and Sherry Store. I am sorry for living. At bobandsherry.com.
1: Leave us a talk back back with the free Bob and Sherry app.
4: Uh, Society, I think, is very different in China. There is a job opening right now that I think I could get. I think I could get this job. And, And I'm always saying, God, what would have happened to me if I hadn't met Sherry and had this radio gig? Men are being paid in China to dress up as monkeys and sit in a cave while being hand fed bananas by visitors at the Taihang scenic area in China. They've hired two people to take on the role of monkey kings and bosses are now looking for a third. There is footage floating around of the man-apes having a snack stuffed into their mouth by a child. Um, The successful applicant will be paid $1,000 a month to dress up as a Chinese mythical monkey called the Monkey King Sun Wukong. The recruit will be expected mm. to relax in a cave and laze about on a hammock while eating apples, noodles, and bananas fed to them from tourists. You're, You're, perfect,
0: for I, You're I so
4: perfect for this, I could definitely do it.
0: Perfect for this,
4: yeah, Monkey Man, man, I'm the Monkey Man, oh. and I just walk. I love, I love to get snacks, and I'd walk up and they stuff a banana in my mouth or some noodles. I love noodles, ramen, right in my mouth. Then I go and, back to and, my hammock.
0: And there's a lot of respect with this job, Bob, because you're not just a monkey. You're a monkey king.
4: Monkey Ooh. king. Wukong. Yeah. Yep, That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. thousand bucks. That's pretty good. Over in China, a thousand bucks a month to you be know, a monkey king. Oh,
0: yeah. We have searched for your plan B for a very long time. There's a lot you could do, but there wasn't a lot you yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. But being a monkey king,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, I can see it. Um, what do you mean there's a lot? What would be something I could do? A monkey King aside.
0: There's a lot you could do. You know, you could go back into the restaurant business. You could be a maitre D. I feel like you could learn how to use, like, you could work in retail. You could learn how to use some of that technology. You could...
4: I think I'd rather be in a cave being fed bananas than working in yeah. retail at this point. I mean, that's no, what that I mean when I said, over.
0: like, no, we couldn't it. find your plan B, but I think yeah. we have... Your Majesty, yeah. the monkey
2: there you go. It's
4: Bob and Sherry.
2: Now let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault.
4: Hey Jane. Hello. Skunks. Yeah, skunks. Yeah. We
3: we escaped for a week to go on a cruise because the winter was so nasty. And we came home and my son said, Um, a skunk sprayed under the front porch. <sighs> They figured, okay, a skunk, you know, we'll deal with it. And we got a guy who set up a trap. And the next day we had a skunk in the trap. And the day after that, we had another skunk in the trap. And the day after that, we had another skunk in the trap. And this morning we...
4: How about got, the day after that?
3: Yeah, well, this morning we got skunk number five.
4: Number five was Whoa. this morning?
3: Yeah. And, and who, go-
4: who goes out and takes the skunk and sets it free?
3: This, uh this is a guy who lives in our town who uh who's a wildlife expert so oh, does
0: does he relocate the skunks
3: he does yeah Good. he's Good. bringing them to another town <laughs> yeah.
4: did they um, did they spray
3: uh yeah they sprayed a couple of times oh, and, so. and they just stink themselves you know yeah. it's like they well they're skunks know? do they yeah. did they yeah.
0: have skunk babies under your house
3: well they this is their mating month so I, I think Hopefully not yet. Um, We did catch a skunk yesterday who was actually trying to go in rather than come out from under my house.
0: You know what? This is exciting, Jane. It's like it's almost like you're running a skunk brothel.
3: Well, I think we had a condo up there down there. Yeah. I mean, you've
0: got all these skunks checking in and out during mating season.
4: That's right.
3: Exactly. 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 You have
4: a skunk (laughs) whorehouse. Wow.
3: We sure do. We sure do. What?
4: Um. So can you smell it in the house, Jane?
3: Yeah, it's not it's not as bad in the house as as outside. Um but yeah, my entryway, my living room, yeah, you can smell it definitely. I, I
0: like you, Jane. I'll tell
4: you. I do too. I'll tell you
0: why. There are people in this world who can't handle anything that's a little bit adverse or unplanned. I hate those people. But here <laughs> we have Jane yep. who's harboring
4: mm-hmm. um a
0: squalid nest of breeding skunks yep. and can smell them all over her house and listen to how relaxed she is about it.
4: She's fantastic. She's
0: got this whole sort of, "Eh, what are you yeah, going to do?" that's you know?
4: right. Would you rather hang hang on, Jean. Would you rather have the situation where you have to go to the Walmart and get those um, toilet bag things uh-huh. cuz your septic tank is frozen or deal with the skunks? and the skunks. I'm going to go
0: with the skunks.
4: You would st- you would you would rather have the skunks?
0: Um, You know how many people live in my house? Yeah. What are the odds everyone's going to be A-plus about um, yeah. disposal?
4: Oh, yeah, you're right. Of their
0: toilet baggies. Yeah,
4: you're right. Yeah. Well, you know,
3: a few years ago, we had a frozen septic system, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just nothing that life can throw at you, Jane, is there? Yeah,
3: yeah, we'll just go on another cruise and, you know,
4: get about it. That, yeah, That's what you need to do. Wouldn't it be awful if she went on a cruise and it was like that cruise where the toilets broke and everything? Oh, and
0: then she got stranded out at sea? Yeah. Yeah, you know what those
4: hey, you know what those people want? I just read this morning. Those people that were caught on that Their
0: life back?
4: You know you know they want uh $5,000 a month for the rest of their lives, each of them. Oh, There's 65 people that are suing the uh a bit much, the cruise line.
2: They get $5,000 at all that, you know.
4: 60 60 grand a year for the rest of their life is what they want. I mean, I,
0: I'd like in on that too, but what are the odds?
4: The odds are very slim.
0: So, um Jane, like you hear all the um stuff about if a skunk sprays your clothes you soak them in tomato juice or you give the dog a bath in v8 or whatever what do you do to get skunk smell out of your whole house
3: um
4: it just goes away right
3: some somewhat you just kind of wait yeah Uh, because the skunk didn't spray in the house fortunately it's just smell that's coming in you know like through vents and stuff like that but jane uh, I burn a lot of candles and when mm-hmm. the weather, if the weather ever gets nice again, I guess we'll get it another footage of so, tonight, you know. Jane, have you listened
0: to our show for a fairly long time? Yep. So you, you know Bob and everything, right? Yep. So, um, Jane, if Bob had five skunks mating under his house and spraying, how do you think he would be handling that situation?
3: Oh, not well. Not well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think he would be as laid back as you are?
3: Probably not. Yeah. You Probably
4: know, those not. breakfasts at the uh, Residence Inn are excellent. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, <laughs> that's right. They, that's they really right. are. Jane, what state are you, in Maine? Mid- I'm in Maine, Mid- yeah, up near yeah.
3: Bangor. A little town called Orrington, something uh-huh. in Bangor.
4: Oh, we know yeah. where Orrington yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. Well, well we've, yeah. we've had the Midwest call. We're trying to get my daughter in Chicago, and uh, yeah. we've got two calls from... Uh, Vacation I, think
3: I think the Midwest has had weather worse, even
4: worse than us. Yeah, there are truck drivers. We had another one in Fort Did, Wayne. Do
0: you hear that attitude?
4: Yeah, I know. It. It's That's the way Mainers are, though.
0: You're just amazing, Jane. And yeah. I hope that um, the skunks finish up with their mating and get the heck out of your house.
3: Yeah, me too. Me too. I'll, I'll let you know.
4: All right. Good luck. <laughs> Take care. Take right. care, Jane. This morning, right. this morning they pulled one out. Five yeah. days in a row.
0: Well, she saw one going in. I mean, as one checks out, another checks in.
4: It's disgusting what they do, these skunks.
0: Hey, they you know, that's
1: what they call them skunks. It's
0: mating season, they're Man. not going to just do it in a snowbank. They like the privacy and the Why, are they, of why, are, Jane's they, why house. are they
1: mating now? Leave oh. us a talk back. talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app.
6: Do you have sticker shock from an unexpected bill? Go to BobandSherry.com and tell us about a bill you've received that shocked you. We're selecting four winners to pay their bill on their behalf. That's
4: B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. I didn't realize it, but evidently 2023 was the year of the girl dinner. And I should have realized it because my wife went out with some of her girlfriends. She's, she's made some really good girlfriends in this book club she's in. And every once in a while, one of them will call up and they say, Oh, I'm having a terrible week or blah, 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 blah. Will you go out to dinner with me? And there they go. It's a girl dinner. It could be two people. It could be, you know, three or four, uh, that is giving way for a new food trend, which is not just for women, but for all of us. And it is known as rat snacking as the name implies rat snacking involves scavenging through your kitchen and cobbling unexpected bits of food together into bite-sized combinations. I have, I have been doing <laughs> some rat snacking recently, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Mary cooked so much over the holidays. Her kids were here at the house, and we had a couple of get-togethers, and she did almost all of the cooking. And then as soon as it turned into January 1st and she had finished that first day of the year breakfast, this girl was done. And she just turned to us because her kids were still there and said, you're on your own.
8: You are on your own.
4: (laughs) And I found like one day I went, there's not really much there. I don't need to eat. I'm not hungry. Okay. All right. She's not going to eat. What am I going to do here? And I found, thank God, I found enough for a small bowl of soup that I had made three days earlier. I found some fancy crackers from one of the holiday get togethers that were about two weeks old. Not too bad. We had a little bit of peanut butter and a little bit of cream cheese left. And that was it. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was rat snacking, man. And I don't mind rat snacking, but I got to have a little more than that. To work with, there's got to be some celery to go with the cream cheese. I got to have I don't know some black <laughs> some black olives. That cream cheese on your finger is really unsatisfying. It totally is <laughs> on, on my finger. It's on my knife. I'm eating it like right out of the uh, the little Philadelphia cream cheese package. You know, if you have something that is at least kind of sexy for you, you feel okay. But rat snacking, when you're looking at that ham. The remains of the holiday ham, and you know how it it starts to curl a little bit. It seems to be okay. It smells okay, and you reach in, and it doesn't. It doesn't have the juiciness. It's just it's starting to turn a little leathery. But you look at it, and you said, "This ham costs a lot of money," and I got nothing else here. I'm going to eat this ham, but it's not sexy. It's not sexy at all. Worst case scenario, you put it in the pan,
6: heat it up. If you figure anything's wrong, that should have killed it. <laughs> it. You know,
4: you're have it. right. You're right. I, you're right. I could see why didn't I do that, and maybe see yes. if there were any eggs that were not rotten, and just drop the oh, eggs yeah. into that. That's still, that's still, you know, rat snacking. But you're right. That's that's a more satisfying version of rat snacking. But, but you know what? Rat snacking after these holidays is probably,
6: that's maybe the best time to do it because there's not a lot of anything, but there's a lot of little
4: bitty things that you can pull from. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cobbling thing. We didn't seem yeah. to have a whole lot of it. I mean, I'm what am I going to eat? You know, peanut, uh, peppermint candies. There wasn't a whole lot there. We cleaned it out.
2: I cook I mean, so much. I cook so much at Christmas. There was plenty of leftovers for a considerable period because I cooked for three people and I did a ribeye roast and <laughs> I, I think that I ate five dinners off of the ribeye roast. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I mean, there, there was, I had plenty of stuff that was left over that uh, was able to.
4: Speaking of food like that, do you either one of you guys eat prime rib? Because I do not. And I read an article about prime rib is making a big comeback in this like country. Prime rib. Because it's too. so protein loaded, it used to be a big thing. Like in my father's generation, oh, this of oh, prime oh, rib oh yeah, prime yeah, rib, yes,
6: yeah.
4: yeah. It it was like it was almost like lobster for for some, and expensive. It, if 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 somebody oh, yeah. got the prime rib, that was oh look, Larry's getting the prime rib. You know, look at him, look at him <laughs> over here. I never saw the appeal. Yeah. It just seems so bloody and fatty. I don't get it, guys.
2: Oh, but, see, but you you don't like meat that's rare, and the really the no. only way to do
4: that is rare, medium rare, and you don't like that kind of meat. So I can understand yeah. why you don't like that. I know, I know. I'm I'm just not eating steak very much at all. If I if I have any kind of a cow, it's probably a cheeseburger now. I'm just I'm just moving away from it. I wish I wish I could be like a vegetarian. I'm
6: glad or, I'm glad you are because that leaves more for me. That's good.
4: Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I could ever just totally be a, a vegetarian. I don't know how they do it. Oh, do it. Getting, getting protein from like uh, other sources other than meat or fish.
6: I, just, I like I beans, though. If you, if you like a lot of beans, then the vegetarian's okay
4: for you. I can't have too many beans. beans. I can't have mm-hmm. too many. I like them too. I know it's protein. My wife will say, oh, you're eating more beans. Well, you're not sleeping with me tonight. Oh, stop it. Please stop it. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs>
1: the Bob and Sherry Podcast.
4: I was watching an episode of Seinfeld the other day, and they're in the restaurant, I think, and it's George and Jerry. And of George, of course, is always changing jobs or trying to be something else, right? And never quite works out. And he said to Jerry something along the lines, how many jobs have you had in your life? And Seinfeld looks at me and he said, I've never had a job. And smirks. And of course, the, what he's doing is saying, I've been a comedian all my life. I'm a comedian on the TV show. And, you know, in real life, he's a comedian. Now, that said, being a comedian is a job and is a hard job in, in many yeah. ways. It takes a lot of courage. But he's so good at it, it doesn't feel like a job. And he probably would be riffing about funny things like we do with you guys Uh, every day. That's just who he is. But he loves, you could tell he loved the idea that he never had a job. I looked at this article about women. Women have, by the time they call it quits and uh, maybe retire or, you know, stay at home for whatever reason. The average woman in America has 21 jobs in her lifetime. 21 jobs. She uh, revamps her wardrobe 298 times. And a milestone birthday motivates um, almost half of women to make a change, turning 30, turning 40. I could see that. And uh, a new job also spurs women to change relationships that are not going well. They just say, I am cutting this guy out of my life like I did that other SOB I worked for. It's new. And uh, and they they dump the whole thing right there. So, um, I was thinking about that and I thought, how many jobs have I had? I've been an exterminator. I've been, uh, a dishwasher. I've been a bus boy. I've worked for this radio station, that radio station, this TV station. I have had 14 jobs in my, in my life, which seems like not a lot, but because I been doing this for so long and stayed with it i mean i've been with sherry for a good part of my life the majority of of my life my job has been with sherry now we've gone from you know a station here to something else there but not not that many changes that's pretty unusual so i want to see how i stack up obviously people are listening right now and they're counting i want to see how i stack up against you guys how many jobs have you had max um, I've had twenty two jobs.
2: Now huh. that includes part-time jobs. So there was a time in my life where I made a living by working three part-time jobs. So I worked yeah. I worked at a TV shoppers channel as a host, and I yeah. worked at two radio stations. This is a varied career. I worked at a news talk station doing the news,
4: and then I worked uh, at an urban station as a DJ. Wow. I worked uh, three radio stations at one time. It wasn't enough to keep me going. It was still, because it was minimum wage. It wasn't enough to keep me going. Real small stations. Lamar, how many? How many jobs? Ten. Ten. Are you kidding me? That's it?
6: Yeah. Wow. And, and, and
4: one, two, that's stability.
6: I, and, and probably out of that ten, three of those... Were part-time while I worked at Budweiser. Yeah, that's right. You did. Is that right?
4: Yeah. You yeah did the I worked at Budweiser for 37 years. Charts. I did
6: weddings, truck wash, yeah. and
4: did yeah. part-time yeah. with yeah.
6: Bob and Sherry. And-
4: yeah. Is, that, is Doc all with us or, or is that doing Doc something can be full else? Time I'm and here. And <laughs> yeah. How many jobs have you had in your life so far?
7: So I was very surprised. I've only had six.
4: Wow. So you work with but us. He's really young. I mean, the women that we were talking about with twenty-one jobs—they were retirement age, I think.
7: So that seems that seems about right. What were the jobs? So my very first one was I worked in the kitchen at a pub, and then I've had a couple of uh, manual labor jobs through the co- through my college era. And I think my most interesting—well, besides working in radio, my most interesting job before radio was working as a ramp agent at an airport.
4: Wow. Oh. I didn't know
2: that. That sounds you like mean, a, something you could do and retire with. Yeah. You decided you you'd much rather work with something like the Bob and Sherry show than do that.
7: Yeah, yeah I figured I, I might as well put that. that degree to use. Yeah, please
4: <laughs> don't say that to the man. Please don't say that to the man. <laughs> so you you were you you would give tickets to people that sort of check them in was was that it is that what no it,
7: so. No, so the ramp agents are the people who they load the like luggage into the plane. They go; they're oh. out on the tarmac. They get to drive around oh, in the, wow. the cart thingy. All that stuff oh, is really yeah. fun. Oh, why
4: yeah. did you why did you leave that? You see those guys? That's got to be union job. Why did you leave that?
7: Well, actually, I when I did but... when, I, when I first started working my very first radio job, they were uh, I w- I was working both at the same time, and they were uh, they're about uh, an hour away from each other. And it just yeah. became too much to to have a, have to travel back and forth between both. Oh, doc. Were you
6: really gentle with the luggage? Were you very gentle?
7: Yeah, for the most part, I was. Um, we well, we did have that one time where we didn't really have to do much as far as inspecting um, the luggage, except for the one time where somebody had a luggage full of adult toys that, for some reason, they you know whatever they were doing. But we we had to. That was fun looking through that.
6: <laughs> Ew. With I, gloves, with uh, gloves. <laughs>
4: were, were the uh, were the adult toys activated for some reason? They were jumping around in there, or, you know.
7: No, well they well, they, they, well on the, the uh, well in the uh, little TSA scanner thing, they they kind of look like weapons. But when you open up the the suitcase, <laughs> you see all the things neatly packed. And <laughs> oh, I want to
4: let that go. I, let I that got, go. I got, Yeah, I think we're all better off. I gotta stop, say. Stop I don't know if a lot of gals could go and claim that or not. (laughs) That's a long walk. Wow. You're assuming it was
6: a gal. You're assuming, Well, I am.
4: Yeah, Yeah. I am. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Maybe I shouldn't do that. It's Bob and Sherry.
1: Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com.
6: How often do you think of physical album sales? Not, not streaming, not all, you know, physical album sales. Not in many. 2020, not much. In 2023, they were up 13.3%. 41.5 million physical copies sold. That's a lot. That's yeah. compared to 36.7 million in 20, uh, 2022. Now, direct-to-consumer vinyl sales had the most growth with 2.6 million sales and increasing by more than 26% in 23. That's got to um, be
4: millennials because uh, my millennials love vinyl, man. They just love well, the vinyl. This
6: is the 16th year of continuous growth and in yeah. account, albums accounted for 71% of physical uh, revenues. Um, albums outsold, for the first time, albums outsold CDs in units. Forty-one million to thirty-three million. No kidding. Uh, Yes, yes. And while four hundred and forty thousand of the total album sales uh, come from CDs and stuff like that, it's really a pretty big figure when you stop and think about it. Because in two thousand fifteen, cassettes sold seventy-four thousand.
2: And they're up. I didn't know you could buy a cassette. I don't see. I cassette. didn't either. It became a I, thing again because the only cassette it. manufacturer, all of a sudden, was overwhelmed with people wanting cassettes. Yeah, yeah.
6: Now, now, the Eight Track Tape Store is the home <laughs> of the largest catalog of eight track tapes for sale in the world. They have six thousand titles. Okay, they're in Pleasant Hill, California. And for like $10 to $15, you can get ABBA's Greatest Hits, (laughs) ACDC, Back in Black, Atlanta Rhythm Section, Barry Manilow's Greatest Hits. So, 8-track is not dead, it's just being held hostage in California. So, if you want one, give them a call. Pleasant Hill, California. This is Bob and Sherry.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening.